Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. We talk about the medical benefits of cannabis. My name is Jack Stone. We're here at Ryan Chavez, and we got a big topic for you guys today. What's going on, Ryan? How you feeling? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Yes, we have a topic that is common. Uh, I wouldn't say popular, but definitely common. <laughs> um, yeah, and we haven't done this yet. We've, we've dabbled around it per a lot of the topics, but we haven't dove into cannabis and asthma. And so we wanted to do something like that because uh, it seems to be a time where, I don't know, asthma attacks tend to happen a bit more. It seems in the springtime with the allergies and people are running more and kids are running more and, you know, they're more prone to that type of those types of attacks, which we'll talk about, you know, on the show today. But uh, I think, Jack, you know, we're, we're going to, oh, by the way, we're also going to talk about cannabis. We're going to talk about if it's healthy for your lungs, if it's not healthy, if you guys haven't considered or thought of that by now. So obviously we're doing that. Um, but I wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk about why, you know, we think this is an important topic, you know, before we kind of like dive in. And, and, and I think knowing how cannabis can affect your lung function, I think is really helpful for a lot of people. Um, whether you're a regular person that's a working person, or if you're an athlete, you want to kind of understand how, you know, like cannabis is going to affect these things. And so we're going to kind of dive in and and check that out. We're going to see what terpenes may be involved in, uh, assisting with asthma possibly, right. Um, if possible, we're going to talk about, you know, the fact that maybe 25 million people, uh, with 6 million of those are kids. My son actually is, is one of those, um, that has a minor form of asthma, my older son. Um, so this is kind of interesting for me as well. So, and also asthma has been linked to depression. So, mm. so like, there's a lot of reasons why I think, you know, this is a very important topic for us to be considering just because it's so common and, and, you know, a lot of people struggle with this in, in the country, in the world. So Jack, I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on uh, today's topic, cannabis and asthma? Yeah. So we were actually talking about this before the show started. Um, I think that it's um, mm-hmm. just coming at it from a person that didn't read all the articles like that are related to cannabis and asthma. That's the, the yeah. first thing I think is like, hold on, yeah. wait a minute, asthma. I shouldn't be smoking cannabis. Like, sure, maybe doing a tincture or like doing uh, some some light edible, you know, or something like that. Something where I'm not directly smoking asthma, and smoking care, vaping, smoking, what consuming cannabis. Like, I feel like it all depends on how you're doing it when it comes to asthma, because asthma is like for the lungs, right? So you got to protect your lungs, right? Yeah. We're we're taking we're doing the asthma mm-hmm. inhalant to like uh, help out with that. It's got pump it with medicine. They do the squirt. So just coming at it from a person, just thinking out for a person that's like, wait a minute, asthma, cannabis, smoking, bad for lungs. What are we talking about? Cannabis and asthma. They feel like, I feel like they shouldn't mix, but at the same time with these articles that we're going to yeah. go over, I know that there's uh there's a lot of good science and, uh, and good examples that, that that and studies that have been gone through that show that you know there are benefits and we'll, we'll go over those. So yeah, I just want to come at it from that perspective. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it, it, there's there's misconceptions everywhere, right? And 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 there's also real science and real data, and we're gonna get into all that stuff. And just like we always do, just to make sure that we're covering all our bases and really to to see you know, where cannabis can possibly fit in, right? If it can, as it usually does when we talk about it, to be assisting uh, your op- or optimizing your health needs. So I think it's first to understand what asthma is, right? 
Um, it, it's, it's obviously like that wheezing thing that happens, but more specifically, it's an ailment where your airways swell and narrow and they start producing extra mucus. Um, and so when you have asthma because of that, it makes it, it makes it hard to breathe. And that's where that wheezing and, and coughing and shortness of breath feeling comes in. Some people have it very minor, kind of like my son, he gets it very occasionally, which still it was scary during COVID to mm. have that as an issue. And then there's other people though, that are, have it as a very debilitating, uh, challenge throughout their life. And so this really is a thing. And, and for parents, it's, it's a lot of kids have it and it's very scary. Um, to, you know, to just see your kids struggling for air, obviously, no matter what the situation is. So want to make sure that there's always, you know, something that is scary for the person too, whether if you're adult also, obviously. So, um, I want to make sure that we, you know, do what we can to protect ourselves and, you know, again, uh, help ourselves feeling best and optimize. And there's different types of asthma, right? So we talk about kids that often are running around and they start needing the inhaler afterwards and that's exercise induced asthma or bronchoconstriction, Right. Uh, you may hear EIA, EIB um, is, are the two kind of acronyms for that. And then you have allergic asthma. And that, um, you know, uh, is when allergies and asthma kind of hit at the same time, often during springtime that can happen, right? Obviously around now. Childhood asthma, that's just something that kind of happens during with children under the age of five, it seems. Um, and then occupational asthma, maybe sometimes, you know, from your job. Um, the environment that you're in, if you're, you know, breathing in, you know, gaseous smokes or something that are really messing with your airways, that can cause occupational asthma, asthma, right? So um, there's traditional ways to treat it. You can use medications to keep inflammation low, because this is actually really what it is at the end of the day, it's inflammation. So you can take medications for that. Um, you can take inhaled corticosteroids, um, inhaled long-acting beta-2 agonists, which help open the airways immediately. It's a lot of times what you see in the inhalers, obviously. And then leukotriene modifiers, and these block the chain reaction that increases airway uh, inflammation inside of your lungs, right? So um, there's a lot of traditional ways that you can, you know, assist with asthma. Um, and the number one, you know, misconception when we talk about natural alternatives, or one of the big misconceptions, um, is that cannabis is linked to asthma, and it can be, it can be linked to asthma, but not definitively, right? Um, if you smoke it, that absolutely is going to be, uh, you know, a possibility at that point, if you're smoking cannabis. However, we're going to see, there's been studies that have kind of shown otherwise. But if you use other delivery methods, like tablets or tinctures, like Jack was talking about before, like you were talking about, Jack, um, and in vaping, actually, it, it's not as bad. And actually, th there's been no, uh, there's been no cause at all between any of those things. So if you use those methods, you're not going to be linking cannabis with asthma. If you smoke, there's a possibility, right? Um, so some of the facts I learned were kind of interesting. And, and, and there's an article that I'll post here, Jack, that was on Project uh, CBD that actually our, our buddy Isla found for us. Um, back in March, it was very recent. And, uh, and that's because it's probably tis the season to talk about this type of stuff. But um, I want to go over some of that. So some of the stuff I found, you know, just on the history and fun facts is that cannabis has been assisting with asthma or, um, you know, um, stopping asthma or assisting with asthma since eight, the 1800s. That's a long time that we've been using cannabis for asthma, which I think is people now don't even consider it for asthma, but we were back in the 1800s considering it for asthma. Um, so a lot of people may be asking, like, doesn't smoking cause asthma? And it's definitely not ideal. 
Um, but it's not as bad actually as what we found uh, compared to smoking with nicotine or cigars, you know, nicotine, any of that type of stuff. And so there was a study in the 1970s um, that showed when experiments of medical weed show that although tobacco caused air, your airways to narrow when smoked, um, smoking cannabis opens up your airways. That's actually some of the, that's found. So smoking nicotine will actually close your airways. 1970s studies saw that smoking cannabis would open your airways. Um, they only looked at a few patients and um, they used that had asthma and they compared it with um, exercise and a few other challenges. They did find that marijuana and the short-acting beta, uh, beta agonists and howlers immediately opened the patient's airways after those studies. So they used exercise and the patients to kind of like paired the two and uh they found that both of them were immediately opening airways so it's kind of interesting that these you know but you know moving forward the inhaler you know continues into american life and then obviously cannabis is left behind <laughs> because of the laws yeah and then there was a 2006 case study uh that had 1200 participants a little bit more that demonstrated that even heavy cannabis smoking was not associated with lung cancer and other types of aerodigestive tract cancers. Um, and then the finding was also corroborate, uh, corroborated by another report in the International Journal of Cancer, which concluded results from our pooled analysis provide little evidence for an increased risk of lung cancer among habitual or long-term cannabis smokers. So not to say it can't happen, but not as likely as, as you know, other, other, you know, avenues. So there's different things we want to look at in there. So why, you know, what happens? Like, why is cannabis so effective, right? So cannabis and bronchodilation. One of the things they found in these studies is that uh, bronchodilation is actually the reversal of what happens when you have hyperinflation or hyperinflammation and asthma, right? That constriction, um, the bronchodilation does the complete opposite of that. So that was one of the things they found is that cannabis goes in and it dilates your airways, which is kind of cool, specifically in the lungs. Uh, or it can if you're using the right components, and we'll talk about that too. So there's a few other things that they found when they were doing these when they were doing the research that cannabis can specifically uh, affect. When it comes to asthma, cannabis can actually help with the pain because you know when you're going through those asthma attacks, like there's a lot of sharp pain associated in your chest, and cannabis can obviously help with pain. Um, it's an anti-inflammatory. A lot of what happens, almost everything with asthma is just inflammatory. So if we can cut off the inflammation, we know that both THC and CBD are very effective with inflammation or anti-inflammation. It's anti-spasmatic, spasmodic. So the bronco, helping with managing the bronchoconstriction, they saw that when someone was in the middle of asthma attack, THC was actually more effective than CBD or the other cannabinoids and opening up your airways, which was kind of interesting and not something that I would actually expect. Um, they also found it helps with stress and anxiety, which causes a lot of these issues that are the precursors of an asthma attack. And um, it's anti-mucosal. So specifically CBD within cannabis reduces mucosal production and that affects the cytokine production uh, of mucus in the lungs. And that is exactly what happened with COVID, which is really interesting. This is why cannabis, I think we were seeing reports that during COVID was very effective during COVID because of this property, this anti-mucosal property, because what happened during COVID is people were drowning in their own fluids. What cannabis did is it stops, you know, just specifically CBD will help cut off that chain reaction. So that's the same thing that happens during an asthma attack. 
So you're getting the same response, just the same avenue of, you know, the same mode of response there from cannabis that you would get in other ailments that you would, you know, see like COVID. So should I consider THC or CBD to assist with asthma? I mean, they both are muscle relaxants. They both help with inflammation. But this was interesting to me, Jack. Only THC was a bronchodilator, not CBD. When they looked in animal studies, CBD didn't do that. Only THC did. So THC, THCV inhibited Mm -hmm. tracheal reactions, right? With your throat opening and closing, they inhibited those. So they stayed open and CBD didn't have too much effect on that. They also found that THC, this is interesting too. They also found in these studies that THC was more effective for coughing relief, um, more so than CBD, which I thought was interesting as well. And then, you know, obviously, I, I would choose a combination of both of those. Because if you use both of them, then you're going to be getting the anti-inflammation from the CBD, and you're going to be getting the anti-inflammation or the anti-pain from the THC and kind of the numbness. So you're not going to be coughing as much. So putting the two together is something that, you know, you're going to want to be considering. And then, um, Finally, they they talked about vaporizing, and this was the preferred tool of utilizing cannabis to assist with asthma, which was really interesting. Um, So you're talking about specifically we're we're talking about vaping, vaporizing whole flower, right? So we're talking about cannabis, the plant in a in a in a vaporizing contraption. Use talking about natural flower (laughs) in a vape pen. So I would say um, vaporizing whole flower that's what they're talking about whole mm-hmm. flower which is what we've talked about on here right and specifically they're talking about terpenes not just thc and cbd they're also talking about alpha pinene and beta myrcene alpha pinene helps with bronchodilation beta myrcene aids in muscle relaxation and the the most which they would say the two of those terpenes are the most recommended way mm-hmm. when you add those with like cannabis right with cannabis flower i should say so, because you obviously can get those terpenes anywhere, but you add them with cannabis flower and you whole flower vaporize those and you have the perfect setup for assisting with your asthmatic needs, right? If you have the right terpenes there. So th- this also, all of this is helpful for um, chronic obstructive uh, pulmonary disease, all this information, COPD, mm-hmm. we, should, we should point out as well. And one of the things, uh, if you're going to be using oil vaporizers, Jack, I, I did want to point out you want to just make sure you're getting it from a trusted source yes. and you want to make sure that um, like a dispensary, right. That's been tested. And you want to make sure that you're also using ones that have pinene in it or myrcene. And so if you use like pinene and myrcene, then you're going to be getting a, a similar effect. A lot of times though, the oils will strip out a lot of the terpenes, what I've seen in the past. And actually I've had those before where oils will just be stripped out, that there'll be no terpenes. And it, it, it's funny that you, it doesn't feel as spicy and you know that, and it doesn't taste. So you know that there's something off. So a lot of times today you go to the dispensary. I mean, they, they all have terpenes in them. So just make sure you're pinene, myrcene. And I would do like a one-to-one of THC, CBD, pinene, myrcene, like terpene mix. And, and if you get that as an oil tested, that would be good. However, best way to do it, the way that I've been talking about, you go to your Dynavap, Jack10 promo code, guys, go to Dynavap, right? This is exactly what the, the 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 article was talking about, which Project CBD, if, I know we've talked about them before. You guys should definitely look them up if you haven't already. They're a really great, reputable source. But um, yeah, I, I would say pack your, 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 you take a little bit of CBD flour. You take some CBG flour. Jack's got it right there. He's got the, uh, which one is that, Jack? The obsidian? Yeah. 
obsidian, the black one. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, that is cool. You take your you take your uh, half of your CBD, a little bit of CBG, a little bit of THC. You get the strains, maybe some Jack Herrera. You do some. Um, you know, something with a little bit of mercing because Jacker is very piney. Yep. And you put all that stuff together and you, you just have a fantastic mix. And it's a great experience. You feel great. And that's kind of what I already do. Maybe that's why, maybe I have asthma and I just never knew it because that's what I do. No, probably not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, definitely don't jack 10 guys like Jack is doing right now with his Dynavap. And uh, it's a fantastic way to just um, to like extract everything and not smoke it either. right so you you if it, you get that little battery too and you or, or if you just want to use your lighter you just do it till the click and it's just you take it on the go it's easy to take with you and yeah i mean it's just it, it, it tastes better too i like the taste so again this is another plug for for dynavat but the only reason we do that is because we live by them and you know jack and i both use them all the time and they're re- really a lot of fun and very very good use so again jack 10 guys vaporize that whole flower it is the absolute most safest way most safest most safest way to utilize your cannabis use tinctures they got them too they got good stuff in there use like a one-to-one tincture a high if you're having that with some pining or something again though the idea is that when you're vaporizing the flower you're vaporizing the extract directly into your lungs that's where you're going to be getting the best effect jack what are your thoughts man on some of that stuff we're going to put some notes yeah we're going to add some data but what do you think uh, I think one of the big things too is making sure you don't do too much. I know uh, obviously too much of a good thing's bad, but um, when you're when you're smoking, it's easy sometimes. I mean, with Dynavap, as long as you're doing it right, which it's not always the easiest. Like when you're first starting up, like you just in 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 anything, like uh, you don't want to do too much for Dynavap. You get the two clicks, but with anything, if you got like a bowl or something, when you completely burn it. Then you're um you're like you know you're you're smoking it so you want to make sure that you're not like inhaling too much or, or not or burning it too long or the the temperature too high of a degree so just make sure that you're not doing it yeah like right into the flame or you know you just got to be careful just mm-hmm. not so hot that's what the, that's what's where we use the Dynavaps because it doesn't get super hot and it's only it's for a very short period of time so you hear those clicks right when it gets to that, that temperature and uh, you're not burning yeah. it like you can open up right afterwards a little less green but at the same time it's not burnt yeah so that's one of the good reasons and, and the other thing is you, you when you're done you can you can you can save all your ABVs. You're already already been vaped, right? You can save all of it and you can put it together and make like a butter out of it. And you can extract more cannabinoids out of it from there. And you can continue to like use it for like kind of like a superfood, your ABVs, you can do that. And a lot of people do. I don't do it because like if I make butter, it's just for me. And like, I don't cook every day. My luckily I have a big family during the pandemic that I stay home now. And my mother-in-law, you know, helps cook a lot and stuff. And it'd be different if I put some THC and CBD in that stuff. (laughs) So ABVs, but uh, if I made it myself and only for me, you know, I would do that. But like, it is something that you could do. Like you can, a lot of some, I've heard people use them for like fertilizer and stuff because it's, I mean, I don't know, I guess it's like good for that. I mean, it's, it's, um, there's a lot of cool things you can utilize that for, but the best part about vaporizing it is that you get the taste, you get the immediate effect, and you don't use a lot of flour. You use so much less flour that when you vaporize whole whole flour, like you save, like I can do three and a half grams and that'll last me two weeks if I do three and a half grams only using the Dynavap, like easy two weeks, right? And and if you, if you smoke every day, three and a half grams does not last you two weeks. I mean, it, it's... I've had, I've never been in a place where I smoke every day. I usually am always vaping to some extent, but three and a half grams. I mean, I, I, 
if I roll one joint, it's basically, it seems like the entire three and a half grams I'm using to roll that joint. And that's it, you know, and that's why it's more expensive. You're only, you know, you should be getting, you know, about 80 milligrams of THC from that joint, but you're getting 20 because the bioavailability is a lot lower. You're getting some carcinogens possibly because you're smoking it. However, love smoking, right? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It is absolutely like a, a ceremonial thing that is just fantastic. Um, but again, vaporizing whole flour is a really cool way to save your money, to get the same level of experience, you know, and, and similar level of experience, I'll say, and, uh, and just feel good about it too. Using whole flour terpenes is great. Love it. That's my thought, Jack. And I would say for asthmatic patients, for sure, when I use something that's like minty, fresh, pinini, like fresh, like it, it just wakes me right up. And I'm just like, you know, you feel that clearness in, and Jack Herrera, for sure. Yeah. I use it. I've said this a bazillion times before the show I use before workouts and it definitely used before runs used before high intensity workouts. It opens me up and I've done that for years now. And it absolutely, it's because of that pining. So, um, guys definitely check it out. Uh, if you're an athlete, if you're asthmatic, if you're trying to get better athlete, trying to improve. Um, these are some real tips that, that have been researched and, you guys should go check them out too because we are not doctors, but yeah. we will do the research for you and relay it so you guys can go check it out as well and verify. Jack, any other thoughts? No, you nailed it. Uh, I was talking about just being careful, not burning things or going too hard. Um, yeah. yeah, it's I've done it. I've done it on the Dynavap. I've done it like on bowls when you just, it's just black afterwards, the cannabis. So just uh, be careful. Don't keep it on the, it can't, yeah. Can't stress enough. Slow and steady when you're smoking, and it's the best. Uh, or vaping when you uh, when you're taking the flower and your vape device. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, consider it, guys. It's like I think those Dynavaps are like seventy five bucks, and then you get our code at ten ten percent off that. But you have them forever because they're titanium. It's yep. not like they don't have any electric parts, so they don't break. Uh, and that's the best part. Like as long as you don't lose it. I mean, you know. And if you do, like, and if you have a vaporizer with electric parts it's either going to break one day or you're going to lose it anyways right so you just have one less option of not having it because it's not going to break it's, you're always going to have it you may lose it though so that's just one thing you got to consider they come in cool little trusty cases but um yeah so you guys should definitely check all that out um and like i said for terpenes uh definitely go to ten dollar cart we are not affiliated in any way we're not affiliated with with um dynavap either we just you know we have a code that they supplied us because they're really cool about it and they wanted us to try it and thank god they did change my life but um for a ten dollar cart like there's a ton of terpenes and stuff like check that out too industrial hemp farms if you guys want like terpy flowers like pinene myrcene they have it all on there as well like cheaper stuff um affordable effective with coas check all that out that's it man where can they find us jack check us out guys the cannabis c at gmail.com and on instagram the cannabis c thanks for listening guys See you. bye guys
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like, their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.